This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. What's up, bees? Hello. Welcome to the Brit on Blast podcast, where we put everything and anything on blast. And I got it right this time. I don't know why. I just wanted to start laughing so hard. Because I just generally messed it up so bad. No, because we were like looking at each other waiting to start. It's (laughs) fun. It's fun. I love it. This is my favorite time. This is honestly the joy of my life. I don't love anything more than this anymore. I quit everything else that we do. For the rest of our lives. For the rest of our lives. Amen. Um, so what's this week's roundup, Britt? This week, we're doing a little recap of 2021 in um, kind of just covering just the areas in our personal life and also in our business. Um, we're going to talk about our current state and how we as individuals can make a change in the world. And if we don't start with ourselves, how can we expect to change the world? Yeah, I mean, truly like digging into the meat and potatoes of like how I mean, it goes back to the compound effect that you guys are going to hear this later on, but we talked about this with Tiffany last week and you'll hear her episode is going to go live um, the second week, second Wednesday of the month, January. Mm-hmm. Whoa, January yeah. is here. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll be airing all of our interviews just as like some housekeeping. All of our in- interviews are going to go live the second week of the month. Mm hmm. And if you guys love them, we can start to do more. But just for now, we're going to do one a month. And then you guys get to hear us talk about things like this the rest of the time. And I will say that I'm really excited to talk about this because this is this topic of the change starts with you has been the most impactful for me in my life as I've gone through because I had like the biggest thing for me this year was relationships, both lost and gained. Interesting. And so there was a lot of like, well, how come this person isn't doing this? And how come this person isn't doing that? And like, what did I do to make that person act that way? And it's like, you didn't do anything. Like that person is acting in their own way and I'm acting in my own way. And each thing that we do is a compound effect to go back to what we talked about with Tiffany. Right. Is the compound effect of the bigger picture, which is the world and society and culture. and all Makes you take a good hard look at yourself, why you are the way you are. And Um, yeah, this has been, this topic for me definitely hits home. Um, and it's just like a quote that I feel like is kind of overplayed, but be the change you want to see in the world. And so it's like, it starts with you. So we're going to get into that. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're really excited about that, but you want to just, you want to just jump into it? Yeah. How was your year? Do a little recap. And just to preface, like, we're going to talk about our, the highs, the lows. Um, and you know, it's, we definitely don't want to come across as bragging. And I always say that to Britain. She's like, don't worry, you're not. But like, I just feel like we're both humble in that area where we're like, we don't like to like toot our own horn, but like at the same time we're reflecting and like, we're taking our own advice. We're, you know, looking back over our year and taking the time to celebrate our accomplishments and also kind of um, acknowledge our failures and move forward with them. So 
I think also, and Britton and I just talked about this on the way in, right? You think about your purpose. And I think especially about this time of the year, we think about our purpose. And like, it can be braggy to think about your purpose a little bit. But for me, mine is really like, comes down to, I've experienced in 31 years, some really fucking hard things. Mm -hmm. Like, hard things. Like, sometimes I joke, I'm like, I feel 75. Like, (laughs) I feel like I've lived a life of a 75-year-old in 31 years and it's been intense. And so for me, it's like for me to share my experiences with other people, I've never been afraid or ashamed to share the bad parts of my life, the hard parts of my life, the good parts of my life. And that's what I feel like Britain and I have in common. And Britain is really good at just like leading by example. And for me, it's like I lead by sharing my examples with people and letting you know that like you can do really hard things. Like you are way more capable. I, in the moments where things are falling apart for me, I'm like, there's no way I can do this. I'm not going to make it out alive from this thing. And I do every single time. You've proven to yourself that you in fact will make it out and that you can, and you have time and time again. Right. And like resilience is something that I have proven to have time and time again. Like we were talking about earlier, like I'm giving the eulogy at my grandmother's funeral yeah. next next week. Well, and like you were saying, I lead by example. You're a verbal leader. Uh, of course you do it by example too, because you talk about the things that you've gone through, but you're so good at being verbal. So I think I'm excited to hear what your year is all about, yeah. what you've come through. Um, but yeah. Let's jump into it. Let's well, jump into it. But getting, giving oh. the eulogy, like that is oh. intense and we're going to need to touch, touch on, on that. that. Yeah. yeah. After. But I'm proud of you for rising to the occasion and accepting that. And I think that, and it goes back to, look, we have a seven minute and 30 second intro. And so we're over here like looking at the clock. We have two more minutes. We've never gone so fast in our life, you guys. I'm so proud of us. Yeah, we really are. So I'm over here like, we have two more minutes of this. No, um, I think what it really does come down to though is like with the eulogy for me, I looked around at the people in the space and I was like, it's so unfair for my mom to have to do it Mm -hmm. or for my uncle or for my aunt to have to do it. Like it's their mother. Like I couldn't imagine. And then like my dad, it would be weird for him to do it. So you're like, okay, someone needs to step up and take this responsibility and someone needs to honor your grandma. You know that a, you'll honor her. You'll do a good job. You're a great public speaker. And I, I appreciate the fact that you like looked around and you're like, okay, would someone else do it better than me? Like you don't have to be the one in, right. in the spotlight or you don't have to be the one that takes control all the time. Right. But you were like, no, no, no. I am best fit for this role. But that's the role. That's the role I played the day my grandmother passed. Like I didn't cry. And I remember thinking like, I hope everybody in the room doesn't think that I'm like cold or that I don't have. It's just that I looked around the room and I thought, this is not my time. Like, this isn't the time for me to break down. Well, and maybe you break down alone. And, and, that, and that's, that's what I do. I, I mean, like cry in my car, pull over on the side of the road, cry, just wipe my tears off and handle my shit. Yeah. I mean, I woke up a week later and was like bawling my eyes out. And I'm not going to lie, like the, the Thanksgiving day, I could not take anymore. And I like went into the bathroom and fell to my knees. 
things and like lost it. Well, that's good. It's healthy. You can't just suppress it. Right. But then I'm like, you get two minutes of this like mess. And <laughs> I just like put music on loud so nobody could hear me because I was like, if my cousins hear me right now, it's game over. You're like, like it's okay to be a mess right now. Yeah. And then I'm going to feel this and I'm going to move on. So, yeah. So anyway, we don't have to get too far into that. But yeah, I looked around the room and I was like, you know what? I was built for this. Like I was literally built to do my this. time. Good for you. So. And now you're doing it. Yeah. Um, but I'm so excited to go over our year and um, just the peaks and the valleys Let's do it. of 2021. Let's get into it. So Britt, because this is in your wheelhouse, why the Automobile Museum? I mean, you know, for me, it's about the cars all day long. I love cars. I like old cars, new cars, all the things. For me, the fact that they have the DeLorean here and the Batmobile in the same room is like, it's, it's like, a, it's ha- it makes my heart happy. Um, so that's why for me, but I think for like someone like us, like doing things with all of our friends, like yeah, 160 the of our close friends yes. could go to the theater. In any movie that you want, they have so many things to offer. The space camp for your kids, if you want, like need a little break yeah. or you want to look at the cars. Reno's just really lucky to have it. It's one of the biggest collections, I think, in the country, which is awesome. It's so cool. And the fact that it's here in the biggest little city is like the coolest thing ever. So yeah, grab a bottle of tequila and come on into the theater. Yes, back to the future. Get all your friends, 160 of them, so the whole town of Reno. So everyone you know. (laughs) And watch a movie. Yep. You can find tickets at the uh, Um, automuseum.org. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's where you go get your tickets. Perfect. Fun day. All right. So <laughs> as we as we were planning our pod, because we always put together little show notes, I was like, Great, I think that we need to do a recap of twenty twenty one. And she was all about it. And so I now we're just gonna freaking get into it. Who wants to go first? Listen, I'll go first. I'll okay. bite the bullet. All right. I have no problem with that. It's All gonna right. be a long one. So here's Brit Tin Cups year in review. Year. Personal and work. Um what are you gonna start with? Peace and prayers to my lifestyle. No. <laughs> Godspeed. No. Godspeed. No, I think that this year overall, just as like a summary of my year, has been a year of insanely difficult growth. Like that really uncomfortable, want to come out of your skin, don't want to get out of bed growth. And I think it was absolutely necessary. I'm honestly like since 2018 really have had a rough go. And I feel like it's just been really serious learning experiences for me. And now I'm at this point where it's just like good, bad, and otherwise. I am so rooted into myself right now. I'm like, I, Brendan and I were just talking about it. I'm like, I really want to have a family at some point. And I had a thought in my mind. I'm like, I'm at the point in my life where I literally don't even, I would love to have a partner to do that, but I don't even need a partner. If I'm 37 and all of a sudden I'm like, okay, there's still no man in my life. Like I'll just go have kids on my own. How liberating. You don't need something to get to the end goal. Right. And like, I've been so worried about, I've had so many men come in and out of my life in the last like few years. And so for me, it's like, whoever's going to be in my life, like at this point, literally, because the biggest thing for me in 2021 was relationships, like gained and lost. And I think that as I look to my future, I need a partner. If any business partner, I'm looking at you, Britton, like my friend Bree, like I look at all of the people in my life who have come into my life. And I know we, like we talk about the wolf, but like he's been a great example for me. 
where it's just like, he doesn't need anything from me. I don't even know where that whole thing stands, but it's like, he doesn't like, he went through some shit and he just handled it on his own. And I didn't have to fix him. I didn't have to take care of him. I didn't have to, he sorted it out on his own because at the end of the day, you guys, nobody is going to solve your problems, but you Mm -hmm. like literally nobody. Right. I tried to lean this whole year on other people. And like when it really came down to it, when the growth really happened and when my problems really started to like take an uphill or like a whatever, you get what I'm trying to say. Like when they started to go in a positive direction was when I was like, yo girl, sort your shit out, like get it together. You can handle this. Take one tiny step at a time. And like, we're going to get this sorted out. It's going to be you, me and this doggy. Okay. So to just summarize all of that, because I'm just absorbing it. Yeah. So you got comfortable with being in the uncomfortable in your business and everything yeah. because you've been through so much that you were just like this year of growth. You just were comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And also you're, if you're going to bring a relationship into your life, they need to be a teammate. 100%. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Let's go into 2020. One, tell me about your work. So yes. Brag a little. Mm-hmm. Tell me what's up. Okay. So Big things for Haven and Flux. And I think that honestly, it really comes down to the fact that I established a strong brand. You created and established a strong brand. Yeah. Year one of business is so incredibly hard. And I'm just going to say this because I'm so proud of you. So many people try to start a brand. So many people try to start a business. They come up with all the branding and the the colors and it's so fun. And they have this idea of how it's going to be. And that's the fun part. Yeah. The hard part is implementing and then actually making sales. Yeah. And you did that. You created a brand that is doing good and you created a brand with a following that means something that carries weight. So I'm so freaking proud of you. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, thank you so much for saying that because it's so funny. And I think about, so last year I was still getting into some shenanigans and Rage Cage Brit was like, literally, I was going in that <laughs> space like Thursday to Sunday every single week. But I was out with my my friends from LA, they had come up for New Year's and we went out on New Year's Eve. We were out at the bar and um, Haven and Flux had only been around for like three months at that point, not even like two months. Right. So you're just getting your feelers. Brand new. We're at Z Bar. So like everybody knows what Z Bar is here in Reno. We're at Z Bar and I'm, I am wasted. Like I am (laughs) borderline blackout. I am wasted, wasted, wasted. I'm in an emotionally not good place. And someone asked me what I did for a living. You guys, this is like the funny, like I wish I could recreate the scene so you could see it. Someone asked me what I did for a living and I had just gone full-time Haven and Flux. So I was like, I own Haven and Flux, the candle brand. And the woman was like, oh my God, I know what that is. I straight up, get up. I didn't even finish. I didn't even say like, oh, thanks, nothing. I got up from my seat and was like, I'm going home. I left my friends there in the bar. I thought you were going to say you gave her a hug or started crying. No. You just dipped? Panicked. <laughs> Panicked. I was like, people know me. Oh, shit. People know me. Like, the weight of it was like, oh, fuck. And I immediately was like, you're too drunk for this. Get out. Yeah, like, like put your big girl pants on. Like, this is business. And you are recognizable. And you now represent not only yourself, but your brand. But my brand. So I literally left my friends. They ended up following me home because they were like, she can't just walk out on the street by herself. But I straight up got up. I was like, I got to go. I can't. I got to go. I can't stay here. And I literally went home because I, I was like, people know who I am. So that happens a lot more now in Rio yeah. Like, which I'm so glad I don't drink like I used to because, and that's a big reason why I don't, because I'm like, <laughs> I am a face of a brand and it is my brand and it pays my bills. So get your I shit relate to that 100%. Like, I feel like, Reno's small and yeah. it's hard to 
to go out places and it carry like I feel like I can't leave unless I have like a cute wheel of tea outfit on. So when yeah. people say, Oh, I like that. Where did you get it? I can say yeah. wheel of tea. My husband and I have to go to Sparks on Sunday nights so that we don't know anyone or else we'll have people in we love people. Don't get me wrong. Right. But like we can't go to Brickies. We can't go to these places that we love to go to because we want to just spend time with each other and we don't want people sitting down at our table, you know? Girl, that's why I just went to the woods. Yeah, you got to escape. I'm like, I can't stay here. I can't be in the city anymore. And it's not, and I just, it's a weird thing. So, and I'm grateful for it. And that's something I'm really proud of. I have established a brand. I am now part of that brand. And right. I'm really, really excited in 2022 to like be more of the face of the brand for my because I've learned so much the hard way. Mm-hmm. And so it's like what I did. And I did reach out for like professional help in a lot of areas. So it's like what, how I took that professional help and applied it to my life. I'm excited to do that within Haven and Flux too for mental That's health. so amazing. Yeah. We donated thousands of dollars to Mental Health America. It's amazing. That's your why. That's Look my at why. what you did. Look what you did. It yeah. makes me, I, I mean, I have chills right now thinking about it, but like you are candles for mental health. And you succeeded in donating thousands of dollars. That is so cool. Congratulations. It gets gets better than that because the events that we've done, every time I do one of these events, somebody comes up to me, the amount of people who have come up to me and said, yo, like, thank you so much for bringing awareness to this in a way that's like not so scary Mm -hmm. because my brother has uh, schizophrenia or my sister is struggling with bipolar or like you and even just like teaching people the way in which like these people are not actually schizophrenic. Like my brother is not his diagnosis. He has it. It is in sickness that he has. Yeah. And so like being able to educate people on that too. And then, I mean, we're in hundreds, if not thousands of homes at this point. That's so cool. Which is And every time someone lights a candle, they're thinking of you. That is so cool. Well, I hope they don't think of me. I hope they think that's too much for me. Sorry. I gotta go. Not, I'm not you. Haven and Flex. Sorry. I just like, you are your no, brand. No, no. Your brand know, is I know, you. I, know, I, I know. You know what I mean? But I'm they, just teasing. But like, they they take a moment to look at the candle and they say, huh, oh, it smells whatever. And then Haven and Flex, right? Yeah. That's cool. And then, yeah, it is cool. It is cool. And I think another thing is that like, um, so we made it through like a really hard year because it was COVID. So yeah. glass was no longer a thing in America. I don't know if you guys know that, but like there were two providers of glass in America and one of them shut down they went bankrupt wow and then the other one like one of their distribution lines broke or shut down or something so I had to go overseas so I had to figure out how to like get mass amounts of product at a time so not only were you in your first year of business you had to overcome all these obstacles that came with the global crisis that we were facing exactly and so and figuring out different ways to sell and how to I mean, I haven't even done any marketing yet. So that's another thing I'm really excited about for 2022 because that's my background is marketing. So So um, adapting, overcoming all the obstacles, success, huge success. I mean, anything that was thrown at me in 2021, I came out on top of. And that's like my biggest, that's my, that is the, that is seriously like, I almost just cried. That is literally like, I'm so proud of myself for for that alone. I'm proud of you too. And then I think the most important thing is that, like you said, the first year of business is usually when companies fail. Yep. And I made it. Like You did. You're not going to be that statistic. Congratulations. I'm not going to be that statistic. I mean, hopefully 2022 won't be it. Knock on wood. No, I'm kidding. It won't be. No. And then, um, so yeah, I made it through a year of business despite like literally also going through personally my grandmother passing, Mm -hmm. my brother being in and out of jail, being uh, like home, not home in crisis centers, like dealing with that. I had to pick my brother up from jail and that almost, that almost killed me. 
that almost put me down for the count. Mm. That was really rough. My brother is like such an important person in my life. And it's just, it's weird because, you know, my brother's not gone. He's still the person that he always was growing up. But I grew up with a different brother than the one who was diagnosed, you know, later on in his adult life. So it is a weird dynamic. It's like you have to switch gears. It's like, that's still my brother. He's still funny. He has all the things. Like he's still that same exact person. But now there's like this new dynamic to him that's really intense it's almost like you have to mourn the loss of what was and so it's like he's no longer there it's almost like a death in a way yeah and and it's not even like yeah we've experienced a loss but then we've also gained like all of this experience and knowledge and my brother is the strongest person I've ever met in my life I don't think if I I don't think if I was in my brother's position I'd be able to be as resilient as he is wow but so there's that. So dealing with that. Dealing with that. And, and the changes that come along with that. Yeah. yeah. And then the breakup with the puppy was really, really hard on me. And I went through, I'll be honest, there was a period there where I was not myself. Like people who knew me were like, who is this? Per-? I mean, I was so weak. Like, and I don't mean that in a like, I mean, I became like vulnerable. Oh, I don't. I think vulnerability is a strength. Yeah. I was pathetic. Like there were points of that where I was just like, who the fuck are you? Like I would wake up and I'd be like, did you seriously just act that way? Like, did you seriously just behave in that manner? And so that was really hard. And then trying to find myself again after that was really a weird experience. But do you feel like it made you stronger? 100%. I'll never go so back So it there. happened for a reason. Everything happened for a reason this year. Wow. And then the and big- you pulled yourself out of it. Yeah. I traveled cross country. I bought myself the the car of my dreams. Which my, is so awesome. You'll see it in our reel from yeah, today. Jeep Ruby. And then, um, and then, oh, I got to go to Aspen for the first time. That was amazing. And then the biggest, biggest, well, two big joys of my life. I want to end on a high note. Yeah. The relationships this year have been so incredible. And I talked about the ones that I've lost. The ones that I've gained, like Britain, my friend Brie, I met this year. My friend Sierra, I met this year. Like those people, the wolf, um, even the relationships that I've had that have like shifted in a way that's been really impactful. I think those are going to be the difference. Maybe not some, I don't know about like that, the wolf, but like with you and like Brie, like those are the people that like have come into my life for a reason it's been clear and like I have been able to I think at the end of the day when it comes to relationships at this point in my life if people are going to come into my life whether I'm going to date them or they're going to be my friends you need to add value to my life Mm -hmm. you need to not be a burden to me right and I need you to be like I have enough going on like I need you to be able to sort your shit out on your own and I will be there for you the best that I can but overall like you have to understand I'm not going to be able to give you like 20 hours. No, of, and people shouldn't expect that. Right. And you need people that will catapult you into growth and success. Right. Not drag you down. Unhitch the trailer. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Unhitch the trailer. And and then it's also been a mirror for me of like how much about what am I adding to these people's lives? Well, it makes you like level up because and not like a bad way where it's like competitive, but it's like you learn. Like I learn a lot from watching you. Yeah. And to just be like, oh, that that makes sense. Or I love how she does that, right? Right. And so it's like you learn by watching these other people and they just add value, like you said. Right. And I think the biggest thing too, I was just with Brie. We shoveled for five hours yesterday and then we sat in the hot tub and said nothing. And I'm like, 
Yeah, to be able to sit in silence. Praise yeah. be. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, and then as far as like Lost, obviously, that made me learn a lot of things too. And then Brit on Blast has been the highlight of this year. So fun. So it's so easy. And, it's- and it happened naturally. And Christian says we're good at it. I, whatever he says. <laughs> whatever Christian, Christian says. Christian is king. Um, you forgot to say that you were featured in the Zoe Report oh, and Voyage Dallas, which is awesome. Yeah, I was featured in some major publications. Um, Zoe Report was the biggest one that really like That's made huge. I am such a huge fan of Zo- of, of, Zo- of Rachel Zoe. Like, do you remember her show? Um, this what was that show? The show I don't rem- I don't know what it's called. Was but- it just Rachel Zoe or something? But the the Zoe report is huge. I mean, it was like the first of its kind, and yeah. to be featured in that as a must ha- have candle brand. Yeah, and so I genuinely and like I didn't do anything to get that. Like they just found me, so and like cool. the fact that I am featured on Rachel Zoe's website, like on her one of her platforms, is the biggest. Like I idolized her growing up like I wanted to be Rachel so there was a period where I was trying to be a stylist like I well it's a huge accomplishment you should be proud and for your business to be featured in that I mean it's like full circle it's huge so that's I, awesome thank you for bringing that up I yeah no you had I mean congratulations you had the Rachel Zoe project thank you Christian again our king <laughs> you're the best <laughs> so anything else you want to add to that um just Sage and I had like a really great time together this year. <laughs> Sage. She's such a little my chicken little nugget. I would also like to say I'm really proud of my friends. Like all of my friends have gone through gnarly breakups this year. Like gnarly, gnarly, gnarly breakups. Like my friend, one of my friends going through one that happened on Christmas Day. One mm. of them broke up with her fiance. Like just crazy shit. And I'm just proud of all of the people around me. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So you're adding value to them. Well, we'll see. But yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Here we go. Should I get should I get yeah, into my year? You go. I want to okay. I want to hear about your year. Okay. So, I want to start off uh by saying I had some similar to you, some really high highs and some really low lows. Mm-hmm. Um last year was somewhat magical for me in a lot of ways as far as like there were so many milestones that we hit and I just feel like it was such a unique year. It will probably never happen again. Yeah. So I just was like, as we were going through, I was like, I need to document this and saying it out loud means that it actually happened. Mm-hmm. Right. So BLFT popped off this year. We are in, we celebrated five years in business. So awesome. We got to throw a huge birthday party at our family tavern Ricky's. I don't know if you guys have been there, but it's awesome. You should definitely try it. And that um, popped off. I was there. for Yeah. That. I mean, BLFT just really like we hit our stride, like five years in business and we we're finally like clicking. I got to hire three new people to help us, amazing team members. Um, and we reached heights that truly were, I only dreamed about when I first started the truck. Yeah. So like, I didn't know that it was possible. You know, I was just like, oh, if we could get to that, it would be awesome. And five years later we did. So I'm really, really proud of that. Good for you. We did a pop-up at over 20 different local businesses. Um, we established the babe cave as a storefront, a therapy office and a birthday celebration hub. 
we did a ton of house parties. People let us into their homes with our, our clothes. It was just the best. That's cool. Um, business parties and more. Um, we established Ladies Night at Record Street Brewing. My favorite. Where not only do we get to sell our goods, but we provide a venue for other businesses to sell as well. I so, do. A lie. I just want to give you mad props because, and I know we've talked about this before, but there is nothing like ladies night. Like, so and, awesome. and I don't know if it's because we go into that and I'm like, if I sell nothing tonight and I just get to hang out with these beautiful people, except for last week, I almost adopted a dog. So yikes, <laughs> never again with that. But, <laughs> but overall, like literally those are the most fun. I've created the most, inc- more relationships that have been so impactful in my life. And you built that, Britain. It's, like, a, it's a special night. It's really fun. And I mean, all the businesses that come add value, but and you know, we invite businesses that fit yeah. and that believe in that and that want to give back and that want to create those relationships with our customers. Um, we were voted best boutique for the RGJ best of Reno awards. Awesome. Um, which was just a huge boost for me and my confidence and just really like really reassured me that we were on the right track gave me motivation to continue on and um, kind of set up the rest of the year. So that was huge. I, I'll never forget. Like they were like, oh, you're in the top three. Do you want to come to this banquet? And my sister and I were like, uh, I mean, we're not going to go so that we can like lose. And I was like, I, I don't do well when I lose. So I was like, I just don't really want to. And then I got a call that we won and I nearly like fell out of my chair. I just started <laughs> jumping around and running through my house. It was so cool. And then to see it in print was just, the best. And that's thanks to all of our customers who voted for us and like just really just reassured me like stay on this track. Like yeah. you're doing the right thing. Um, one of my most proud, proudest accomplishments is we worked with the Eddie House for this major give back campaign. Uh, we collected gently used clothing from all of our customers. Uh, we hung them on our racks. We steamed them. We made them smell good. And then we loaded them up in our truck and went to the Eddie House and we set up like what would be a normal BLFT pop-up event. Oh my God, I love this. But we let all the women, young women, shop like normal. Yeah, just like a normal. They got to like try it on and shop and everything was free. We got a DJ. We got Sierra Sugar Co. to come and make some cotton candy. A- it was just like the best day. And I mean, I was like crying the whole time. And I know that it did way more for me and my sister and the, the people that helped us than it did for them. But like these girls to watch and be like, feel good about what they had on and being able to get that shopping experience that people get when they shop BLFT. It was just, you created an experience for people who otherwise wouldn't get that experience. You made it like, that is such an impactful thing. That's the thing that people don't realize when it comes to people who are going through hard things in life. You know, you could just treat them like a normal person, right? Like don't treat them like less than they want that. They don't want to be reminded of their bullshit that they have to go through every single day. And for you to create an experience where they can go out, like I, my mouth, my, my mouth, was just dropped my jaw was just dropped it was it was so cool and it kind of just started from like a small idea that Bridget and I had on like how we can give back it ended up being so much work we collected so much clothes our whole back room of the babe cave was just piled with clothes and then we had to go through all of them I mean it took weeks to get ready for this event but it was so rewarding and we're trying to figure out how we can do it this year bigger and better and also with a little more help yeah, but it was. I'm happy to help with that. Also, okay. just I volunteer. That would be that'd be amazing. Already, yeah. Um. So yeah, we added three new people to our team, which, like I said, my team, my team. Wow, I cannot talk. My team members are the best. 
Um, we created and launched our own brand, Murdoch's Hats, uh, where I actually designed every detail of the product. And that's an, another dream come true. So I've always wanted to be a designer. I didn't know how to go about it. And now, now I am. And Murdoch's Hats launched and we are moving forward to growing and just, yeah. I mean, that's a big one. And these hats, Huge. you guys are so amazing. My mom, by the way, already is like, well, which one am I getting? Oh my God. Yes. Like, I love that. There's options. We need to get need her to... in one. She's such a model. I know. I told her, I was like, well, I'll take you to the babe cave and we'll do the whole thing. And so yeah. she's like so excited. I mean, Murdoch's is a dream in multiple ways. Like have, like I originally wanted to call VLFT Murdoch's. And so this is just, it's just the best. And I'm so excited for that. And I, I, it takes up so much energy. You know what it's like to start right. a brand. Um, I want to take, sorry, I want to take one second real quick because I don't know if you remember this and I know that I've brought it up before, but it's usually at events when things are crazy. You and I met before I even moved back to Reno. So I was living in Austin, Texas and I was at Vegas trade show. Yeah. And magic. I was at magic yeah. when they moved it into that new building mm -hmm. and it was like a mess and I was working for packed party mm -hmm. and I was like, we had all these like glitter cups and like well, they're like confetti is what they call them and pouches and everything like that. And you and Bridget came through with like your whole, actually all your sisters were there. I think there were like two other sisters. I was there with my, my best friend Libby. Um, that's who it was. Because so I, this is crazy, but Libby's friend, Sarah Resnick, um, worked for Chinese Laundry and I was trying to start BLFT and, um, I knew that that's what I wanted to do, but I like literally had no clue how to go about it. Yeah. And so I saved up all this money. I was, I think I, was I a grad student at the time. I had, I had like no money to my name. Saved up. We went to Vegas for the weekend so I could see magic. We like threw on guest passes that weren't our names. And we, I like snuck in and I was like, this is what it's all about. Yeah. And, and those are intense And I shows. met you there. Yeah. So I don't think it was that one because I was with, I, oh, I was with Packed Party. Um, wow. I have She's so bad today. Um, I was with Packed Party uh, in 2019. So it was yeah. 2019 and it was that August show. And you were talking about the truck. That's crazy. We hadn't even. Yeah. And I was like, this is such a great concept. Like you, you're going to crush it. You're going to do great. Because and now look at it. Full yeah. circle. God, the universe is so cool. Weird thing. Um, Keep going. Okay. So um, we hit record sales this year, which is awesome. Amazing. Yes. Very good. Very good. I'm so stoked on that. Um, started the Bob podcast. Bob. So hi, here we are. Here we are. Um, yeah. So business wise, I feel really good. It was definitely not easy, but it freaking feels good to grow. Feels good to, you know, accomplish these dreams that I've literally just had inside me for so long. So yeah. Um, okay. In my personal life, yeah. there was a lot going on as well. I had a 104 week streak on the Peloton treadmill. Love so that I'm for you. super proud about that. Um, I incorporated Pilates into my life mm -hmm. and I went religiously two times a week. Shout out to Club Pilates and Johanna for getting me started on that. Yep. Um, like we've talked about, I need fitness for my mental health so bad. So yep. I am just proud of that. I think that's incredible. Fitness is like the most important thing. And I think starting your day off. Yes. On that note. I need it. Crucial. I call it going to church. It is. Church. Um, Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be. <laughs> I got inducted into the Nevada Athletics Hall of Fame. Hell yeah. Which was such a huge honor and brought back all the memories of a, my entire lifetime of playing softball. Yeah. And just 
reminded me of how old I am. So there's that. Well, and all the hard work you put into it too. I mean, you know, being an athlete, I mean, it just, it takes up everything and it's your purpose for so long. Yeah. Mind, body, and soul for that one. Uh, Bridget and I were, Jesus. Bridget and I were contacted to start a reality TV show for the truck. Um, and we filmed a little pilot episode. Shout out to MD Welch for wrangling my family and actually filming that. Wow. Um, it was an amazing experience, but overall they they really wanted to dive into the family aspect. And um after sitting down with my family, we just decided that it's like what we have is so sacred and my parents are private, like not in a weird way, but like, you know, they don't like make everything everything seem perfect, which I appreciate. But it's like a, it's just like, no, we're good. It's a different generation. And honestly, it takes like a certain breed to be able to do that. And that's right. all good. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, but, I'm like, not judging it. But it just made me so proud that like I was like, okay, family is everything and we're not going to do anything to sacrifice that. Right. Yeah. What we have. So that was cool and kind of just liberating in that moment to know that we don't need anything. If we have each other, we're fine. Yeah. Oh, I love that. John and I got a dog. I've talked about that. We're now dog owners, so we can hang out with Sage. Yes. Um, but yeah, overall, I wouldn't say this year was rainbows and butterflies. Like I said, as all these amazing milestones and successes were happening in my you know, professional life, um, something that I've literally never talked about ever with anyone, really. Um, John and I have been trying to get pregnant for a while, and it hasn't happened. So just... This year has been really difficult with the ups and downs of that every single month. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been married for four years and together for 11. That's a long time. So, you know, when you look at your life and the timeline of how you want things to go, this is definitely not how I pictured it. And I, I mean, I, I want to have a child like that I've always pictured myself. Like I talk about all these dreams that I've had of designing and doing stuff, but like overall being a mom is definitely something that I've yeah. always wanted. And so for it not to happen the way we planned, I think that yeah. you can kind of relate to this. Like 100%. you just in life, typically if I want something, I just work my ass off until I get it. But this is something that you can't do that with. And so that's been a challenge. Um, and I really don't like to talk about it or go into mm-hmm. detail about it. So and that's I why I haven't. We, I kind of like pressured her to leave this in here because I think this is a good opportunity for people to see and hear and like, be respectful of another person's like needs and wants. Because I think about, you know, I read this before we jump into these and I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to respond to that? This was the first time I had learned about this and there is no response. Like it's your journey. You get to handle it how you see fit. And I think that whether it's you or someone else in the world, if people are going through really hard things, like you don't have to dive deep or like give them some sort of thing. Like you can just be. Yeah, you don't need the advice. And also, it's kind of like, you know, in life, we have these people asking us questions all the time about like, what are you doing? I mean, when you graduate from high school, it's like, where are you going to college? What are you studying? What are you doing after you graduate from college? Like, and just the question of like, when are you going to have kids? Do you want kids? Like, it's not my favorite. I don't love it. Oh, and that starts. I know because I've been married. It literally starts the second you get married. Right. You get married and you're not even on the honeymoon yet. And they're like, are you having kids yet? And it's like, I don't. For me, it was like, I'm not having kids with this man. Like, right. I don't even know why I married him. Like, <laughs> I don't even really want to be married to this man. I'm not having his children. Oh my God, only for it. But like, truly, oh I mean, so yeah. it's like everybody has their own path. Like, just let them figure it out and like, be respectful. Yeah. And save the advice because it's super annoying. We've tried going on vacation, so save it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So I don't know. Other than that, I feel like, and you and I have talked about this, but um, I feel like I may be a workaholic. And I hate to say that because I just always feel like I'm working towards that next goal or accomplishment. And it's not really healthy. And like I said, you know, getting pregnant is something that you can't just work harder at and accomplish. Um, I think it's a sports background that that we have where I yeah. feel like I have to perform to be of value and directly correlate my productivity to self-worth. Um, so I'm working on that. And through therapy, I've identified that. And yeah. also just through these experiences of the year. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's a journey. But I think, and we talked about this earlier, like, this is another thing where I get that. I completely relate. The harder you work, the more you can attain. Like, and for me, I look at relationships and I'm like, the harder I work, the more I can have. And it's like, well, that's not necessarily true when it comes to relationships, when it comes to things that are quite frankly out of our hand, whether it's God or the universe or whatever you believe in, like you don't get to choose. Yeah. We actually have no control. We have no control. Like you are on a divine path that is like set out for you ahead of time. And like you get to make choices along the way and you can either be in alignment or not be in alignment. And I talk to Britain about this all the time because the biggest thing that helped me was learning about human design. Mm -hmm. And I'm a projector, which means that like I'm not built to work super hard for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. I'm super efficient in like a five hour max span of time. And the second I started leaning into like okay, you're going to have five hour work days, but you're going to like put everything on mute. And that means I cannot be reached. And like, I will absolutely put everything in. And that means that, by the way, if someone is needing my energy for like their emotional things or whatever, that is taking away from my five hour time span. So Mm -hmm. like then paying attention to that. Right. We're like, no, I can't be doing this right now because you're draining me. And so like, here's my five hours. Oops, sorry. Here's my five hours. Like I'm going to be working within this time frame, and I've noticed that a lot of growth has happened when I when I stay in that lane. That's that's great advice for me. I definitely need to adopt that. Um, but yeah, just continuing to grow with that. Um, so to kind of just wrap it up, the peaks of my year: BLFT hitting milestones, Murdoch's hats, um, the induction into the Hall of Fame, all of that. Um, the valleys or low points are obviously fertility struggles. Um, working until I'm pretty much numb. Um, yeah. So, but overall, like just, you know, moving into next year, just hoping to grow and continue with our our podcast and all of the good things that we have. So thanks for listening to my 2021 life story. Honestly, though, it is so important for us to review because these are all learnings. And I think that like as we move forward and I and how cool we get to document it on here so that next year at this time we can go back and listen to this podcast and be like, damn, that was so hard. But like, look how much we've grown or like, you know what I mean? All of that. And also just like I hope that as you guys listen to these you realize that, yeah, there are great things that happen. You guys all see our Instagram. okay? like a lot of these people follow BLFT. They follow Haven and Flux. A lot of these people started following me personally, yeah, which same. I lo siento for that because like, yikes. <laughs> um, but honestly, like you follow us and you see a lot of like really good things. And on my personal Instagram, I'm really good about showing the hard things too. Mm-hmm. But like on my, on business, it's business. Like, yeah. Well, it's, and 
that's your purpose. You see the highlights. And it's important for me anyway, for people to see the ugly parts of everything. And so I hope that when you guys listen to this, you can see that while Britain and I, yeah, we get recognized in the community. Yeah, we complain about not being able to go out and like not have conversations about our business when we're just trying to go on a date. Like I can't go on a date with Mm -hmm. a new guy and like not like it's a thing. Yeah. Like I stopped dating because I was like, I can't be seen with like these idiots. That right. sounds so bad. That's not what I mean. But I like, you. it is what I mean. <laughs> but it's not what I mean. This is why I can't get a man. This is what my dad keeps telling me. <laughs> That's <laughs> not why. That's just funny. These no, freaking it's, idiots. Fu- it's funny. But it is, it is like true. It's like all of these things are happening, but also at the same time, like here are the real life, here's the real life shit that happens behind right. the scenes. That like, sometimes I look at Britain, I'm like, she has it all figured out. And then the next minute it's like, the whole time I was dealing with all this shit with my grandma and going through my breakup, like her dad was very ill and I didn't even know. Well, no, it was before that. So don't worry. Oh, okay. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. I know. I just handle things. I think we just handle things differently in yeah. a, a little bit, but at the same time, we are like super strong and just keep going. Power through. That's the key. That's yep. the 2022 key. Um, Let's do a quick timeout real quick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We needed a break. And sometimes we do. Sometimes we just need a break. Honestly, when we talk about our personal lives, it's really hard. You guys, this is why nobody does it. It's not the fun stuff to do. So we want to, this is going to be a little bit longer of an episode for you guys. And, um, I want to jump into talking about how you can use some of the tools that Britain and I have learned, which the biggest one this year. And we talked about that is how the change starts with you. Because I think the last two years, we've all really looked at like pointing fingers at other people and saying like what other people should be doing and how other people should be living their lives and all of that. The change happens with you, y'all. Focus on yourself, focus on the good, and it all gets better. And I know that firsthand because that's what I've experienced this year. So I'm going to start this off with a quote, and then we're going to jump into a few tips and and tricks. It's going to be like a quick little overview. But the quote that I love is from Carl Jung, and it says, who looks outside dreams who looks inside awakens. And that was a big thing for me this year. The more I looked at other people, the harder my life got. And the more desperate I was to be like other people or to do the things like other people do them. I am not other people, you guys. I'm like a big, large, loud energy. And it's just, I'm never, if I quiet myself, I become anxious. (laughs) And like, it's just not a good space. And people feel it. Like, People can feel the awkward energy when I'm not just acting like myself. And so a big thing for me that I learned is like, I'm very overstimulated by the media. Yes. And that means social media, the news, like what other people's opinions are about certain topics in like politics or whatever the hell it is. Like I have to hone into my own self and I have to just be looking. And this is where that projector thing comes in where it's like, I just look at the things as a bird, bird's eye view and I just observe and observe and observe. And then I take action based off of what feels good within my intuition. Once I grounded into that, I started making really big strides, growing in a way that was like based off of my own internal guide, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think, and we'll go back to that. We talk about this a little bit, but, and we talked about it earlier, having faith in the compound effect. So if I like if you look at your big picture, right, and we're going to talk about the steps in a second, if you look at the big picture, I will have a panic attack. Like it is literally the responsibility that I feel in the community, the responsibility I feel with my business personally to pay my own bills, like the responsibility I feel within my family. Like we talked about doing the eulogy, like I volunteered myself for that. And then afterwards, it was like, 
was that a good idea? But it is a good idea. Like I know I can handle it. And so every tiny step that I take, so if I'm feeling that anxiety, I'll just root down in and I'll say, what action can I take right now? What tiny little action? It could be like, reset, go get yourself a cup of coffee and sort it out. Right. And then it doesn't seem as monstrous to take on. Um, Something that I've noticed is that we are so inundated with bad news. So like we talked about, whether it be on social media or the news, it's just like constant. I mean, the politics in our country are so polarized, protests, riots, looting, shootings, war overseas, natural disasters, politicians acting fools on both sides, COVID. Haven't even mentioned COVID yet. Yeah. All while we're going through this huge global crisis, it's just, it's so overwhelming and Mm -hmm. to make a change seems nearly impossible. And it's so this is called psychic psychic numbing. When we are inundated with the global problems, they seem too large to help or make a difference. And then we become paralyzed. And so I kind of like was feeling this and I was like, this isn't me. Why am I feeling mm-hmm. so helpless? Right. Yeah. So I stopped and started looking in. And what I found was like, when you start to make a change with yourself um, and when you open up your eyes in your own neighborhood, in your own community, in your own city, that's when the ripple effect starts. Like you said, the compound effect. So where I feel like I was like so numb that I was like, oh my gosh, like all this stuff is happening all over our country. But I wasn't looking at my elderly neighbor across the street who couldn't pull her trash can in. And I felt so overwhelmed, but I was like, oh, that doesn't matter. No, that matters. That matters. That's a, com- a compound effect. If I help her, then she's going to feel better. I'm going to feel better. She might pick up the phone and call someone who needs her, right? Like, and it's that's just, the positive side, by the way, because you could help her and she couldn't fall and be like, in, like, that's the little thing that you don't right. even realize. Like by you helping her take her trash can in, you might have prevented her from falling. Right. So like just n- not letting all of the stimulus, like the inundation of horrible news paralyze you and not and make you miss what's really right in front of your face. Truly. So I've started to do that. And like I've have relationships with my neighbors now and it's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. You know, and it's like we can make a difference and just a small action can make a big difference in someone's life. Yeah. So don't try to change the world. Start with yourself. Start with yourself. Let's talk about some of uh, we have seven steps for you guys. I love seven. So we're just going to do the it's number the seven. seven, 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 baby. Um, so here are a few tips for kind of kicking off on the right, the right foot. So if you want to make a change in your life and you want to transform your life in some way, these are just a few tips that you can get started with and then hopefully make the change. Right. So I know everybody is, I am not just to be clear. Also, I fucking hate new year's like resolutions, resolutions, goals, the freaking pressure there is to like find, like have your midnight kit, like every aspect of new year's (laughs) Eve makes me. I was not thinking about the midnight kiss, but I love that. It literally is like all from every aspect of new year's Eve. I'm like, it's too much pressure for everybody. Like you're supposed to be out drinking with your friends. You're supposed to be out. Like you're supposed to look amazing, which like, to be clear, I might wear that sequin romper in my house. Well, you 10 out of 10 should because you look like a snack. And listen, I'm going to do that and make some gnocchi and it's going to be great. Gnocchi. And I'll probably be stoned and it's going to be wonderful. I love that. And I just think that like, you know, we talk about all these things. So, um, thinking about your goal, this is the the number one tip, right? Mm -hmm. You are going to set goals this year, whether you set them January 1st or not, it doesn't matter. You should be setting goals in your life in order to prove to um, what's it called when you move forward to progress, progress. to progress. Thank you. (laughs) To progress. (laughs) To progress. 
Um, so think about your goal in a broad sense and then break it down into bite-sized pieces. So if you want to organize your house, you're not going to like do the entire house in one day. You're going to take the laundry room first. Right. And then you're going to move into the bedroom. Right. Yep. That's huge. And you know what? Mm, You might like get distracted along the way if you're anything like me and then you'll come back to it. Yeah. But if you don't break it down into bite size or smaller steps, then you're just going to become paralyzed like we're talking about when it all seems too big to handle or to accomplish, then you don't do anything at all. Yep. Don't get your feet stuck in cement. Break it down into little bite sized pieces. Yep. Um, Number two, make a plan of action. You know, do some research, draw out a plan of attack, take your time with it. Like I love doing research on like how I can, it just be informative about what you're trying to change. I don't know what that is for you. And honestly, I don't even know what that is for me at this point. I mean, you say make a plan of action and I do definitely feel like it is important. And that is the bite-sized pieces that we think about and that we talk about. And it is important to like research, especially if you're, you have a business to research what you're going to do in order to get that. But at the same time, don't feel the pressure of like, like be easy on yourself. Yeah, exactly. And make it accomplishable. Like you don't want to set these goals that are so out of touch that then you let yourself down. Right. That just like you just get down on yourself and think you're worthless. So don't do that. And that brings us into number three, which is set a timeline. Now, this is like important that you be really realistic about the timeline that you're setting. And also understand that if you approach that timeline, like I did not meet my goals this year, dead honest, I didn't meet my sales goals. Did I set them too high? Most likely, yes. Was I in my first year of business? I was. I didn't have anything to go off of. Meet every goal and they're too low. Well, and then in the other piece of it, it's like, look at what the year, life threw things at me that I couldn't have. So next year, like look at it. Yeah, but overall you did accomplish what you wanted to. Yep. Um, okay. Number four, start with simplicity and consistency. So start small and simple. Um, for example, when I started running, um, and something that I still do, I used to be like, Oh, I do not feel like getting on the treadmill at all, but I would just be like, get, put your running shoes on, start walking yep. and eventually you start running. So consistency and keep it simple. Don't expect too much. Yep. That's number five for me. Um, work through and what, hold on. What did we write here? Oh, your action plan one at a time, like one step at a time. And that's really for me. So that breakdown where it's literally like I've been on the couch and just like numb with anxiety and I'll be like, okay, literally just stand up. Right. Like one step at a time, like stand up. And then once I stand up, it's like, okay, what's next? Exactly. Like maybe some water would be good. (laughs) Put the leash on the dog. Let's go for a walk. That sort of stuff. Um, What about six? Reward yourself for progress and hitting goals along the way. Definitely don't forget this step. I think that you and I both do this, but take time to be proud of yourself. Transformation doesn't happen overnight. So when you hit those tiny little milestones, celebrate and celebrate with the people that you love. I guess tiny wouldn't be a milestone, but when you hit those tiny goals, like any goal. Yeah. And then number seven, when you're feeling overwhelmed by your goals, root down into what your why is and what is directly in front of you and how you can take action in the moment, even if it is the smallest action. I love that one. And so I think, again, like the reason why Britton and I are even doing this podcast is because our whys align um, and that we have like the same goals in life. So just as a little recap, you guys, number one, think about your goal in a broad sense, then break it down into smaller bite sized pieces. Number two, make a plan of action. Number three, set a timeline. Number four, start with simplicity and consistency. Consistency is key, key, key. 
Number five, work through an action plan one step at a time. And then uh, number six, reward yourself for progress and hitting goals along the way. And number seven, when you're feeling overwhelmed by your goals, root down into your why and what is directly in front of you and what you can take action on. The key thing here is that you can't have all of this without taking action. So to wrap up, you guys, thank you again for tuning in. Yes. We got our numbers last week. I can't believe the kind of things that we're doing. I'm so proud of us. Christian, I think, is pretty proud of us. And thank you for sharing part of your day with us. Yeah, seriously. Thank you for sharing an hour of your day with us. Like that's insane. Insane. It's humbling. Um, and then, uh, if you guys want to follow along with us on Instagram, it is Brit on blast. You can find us at biggest little fashion truck, Reno, also known as at BLFT Reno. I got this. You guys, I'm going to be fine. And then, uh, at Haven and flux. If you liked the show, subscribe and you guys please review. You can review on Spotify and on that helps us a ton. Please do that. Yeah. And then, um, that's all I got. Do you have anything else? No, thank you for, uh, going over our year with us. Yeah. I appreciate it. Sorry, we're kind of low energy. Yeah, we're not. It was heavy. It was heavy. It's hard. Things are hard, but they're also great. Hey, we love you guys. Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great week.